Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, a bunch of self-important idiots have decided to target millennial Disney fans without kids. A guest physically assaults a cast member at Tower of Terror, and Disney's response is nothing short of unbelievable. And Disney legend Russie, Russie Taylor, the voice of Minnie Mouse, has passed away. Plus, a little later on, we're going to talk to John and Kevin about what they thought of their recent experience at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge out in Disneyland. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged episode 1043 for the week of July 30th, 2019. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and by disboards.com. Join the millions of Disney fans who have planned their vacations on the Diz forums with information on theme parks, dining, resorts, and much more. Head over to disboards.com and join in the discussion. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Mr. John Magi. Hi, everybody. Kevin Close. Hi, everyone. Therese Eccles. Hey. Julie Martin. Hey, y'all. Back in the production nook, working the pole, <laughs> is uh, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. And Mr. Craig Porter. Oh, Craig Porter. Craig Porter. Craig Porter. Where did that come from? <laughs> Craig Williams. Oh Lord! Did you just Craig ship them? and Steve wow. are married? Ship yeah, shipped them. I, they got uh, the, while you were gone. Craig and Steve got married, and Craig decided to take Steve's last name. Craig Porter. How progressive so and creepy of you. <laughs> this will also be my work. last day working here. So. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, everybody. Hope your week is off to a good start. Just a couple things in housekeeping. First, join me in. Uh, wishing my dog Abby a happy fifth birthday. Today is her. Uh, she turns five today. And the little one. I just one, want you all to know Abby's the one I like the best in this house. I just want you to. Okay. Um, and Dolly is actually who you, they all met Dolly last week. Uh, she's off to boot camp getting trained. And I got videos this morning showing how she has learned to stay and lay down. Ten weeks old. We both know that. Wow. <laughs> stay and lay down. <laughs> um, do you give John treats every I time do. he? If you do, okay. um, if I get it right or wrong, I prosciutto. Still, I still get a treat. <laughs> he gets prosciutto. <laughs> um, so there's that. Um, I also want to let everybody know that beginning August 12th, that's Monday, on DBCFan.com, we're going to be launching a slightly different version of our Seven and Seven series. This is going to be focused on Disney Vacation Club resorts, and rather than doing them over the course of seven days, we're doing them over the course. Of seven weeks. So starting August 12th, uh, we're going to start off with a look at the villas at the Grand Floridian. Uh, we're going to be doing Copper Creek, Beach Club, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Old Key West, Polynesian, and Saratoga Springs. Um, I remembered all of those without really? having to look at my script, which is good because they're not on my script. Ah, give them prosciutto, quick. Um, <laughs> so we have, we have reviews, we have videos, we have dining reviews all going up. So for those weeks, the Disney Dining Show was actually going to be going up on Mondays instead of Fridays, just because I wanted to keep it all all together. So that starts August 12th, dbcfan.com. You can sign up on that site to get uh, notifications every time we add 
new uh, new blogs, but looking forward looking forward to that. Um, speaking of shows, want to remind everybody there will be no shows next week, no uh, Disney World or Disneyland shows next week. Um, everybody's going to be on uh, uh, on site. They're probably for, still going to try Disneyland, but I just got that. done telling you that you're not doing it next week, so um, don't worry about it. No Disneyland or Disney World shows next week because we're going to be on site doing uh, the Dreams uh, 20th anniversary. Wait, is that next week? Think about yeah. Teresa, are you yeah. ready? It's next week, Teresa. Loaded is a week from today. <laughs> are you ready? No. <laughs> I, look, I'm still wrapping my head around the fact that it was 20 years ago that we launched Dreams. Now, technically, technically, we're splitting the difference because Dreams was incorporated in May. In July. Was it? Oh, was it? Tomato, tomato. Oh, I go. think we started talking to the lawyer in May. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was incorporated in July, July, and it was actually our first day of operation, of real full operation, um, was uh, November fifteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Correct. Um, wow. So, splitting the difference a little bit, doing it in August, it's but just it like yesterday, almost eleven hundred people coming into town for this event. Next week, not the week after. We're sure about that. It's yeah. next week, honey. Okay. It's next week. You have a calendar on your phone, you know. I know, <laughs> and several on my wallet. <laughs> okay. One week from today, you and I are going to be arguing. I just want to let you know. Okay. And we will be. Uh, we are doing another uh, live auction for the week, um, and we will be uh, putting information out on all our social media channels. So if you don't follow us on Facebook or Twitter, please do that. Uh, the Diz and Dreams. We will be putting information on. Uh, you can go ahead and download the Handbid app now. H a n d b i d. Just look for that in either the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store, um, because it's all done through the app. And uh, we'll be doing a whole bunch of stuff. We've got a big We're show. We're going to do something that no one would ever expect, and we've never done before. Oh my! And it involves John and Teresa and I. Well, we're not doing it at the event. That's something we're auctioning. That's off. something we're auctioning off, so you don't have to be here to win it. Oh, oh okay. Wow, involves the three of us. I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm, I'm terrified. <laughs> um, Teresa doesn't know. <laughs> no, I came up with an idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, much of my rap, my rapid fire, is the event updates. Do you want me to do those now? And how's um, you Not yet. Just one more thing, okay. and then we can do them. We can we can do event updates. We'll do but I just rapid. wanted to remind everybody: no shows next week. Uh, also want to give a plug to uh, Eric and his team at Moving to the Magic. Um, if you're thinking about moving into the Orlando area, want to start having conversations about that, head over to Facebook, join the Moving to the Magic group. Um, you can also, if you want to ask some direct questions of Eric and his team, admin at movingtothemagic.com. Uh, the group's over 5,000 people now, and it's a great community of folks who either have already made the move or are planning to make the move. A lot of great information being shared. So Moving to the Magic on Facebook or admin at movingtothemagic.com if you want to ask some questions uh, directly. And so, yeah, now let's talk about some event updates. All right. So for those of you attending the event, I want to give you some information. Peter already mentioned we're going to be doing an auction. It's going to be on hand bid. We will put out instructions on how to actually bid on items and how that will work as we get closer to the event and also at the event. Um, when do we want to launch that, by the way? Do we know? I'm thinking Saturday. Yeah, right? we're thinking a few days early. So Teresa's, this coming Saturday. Then. Well, Teresa's got to be ready. 
You think you'll be ready Saturday? I'm not ready right now. I thought I was going to say. No. Um, I think we'll be ready Saturday or Sunday. Okay. Saturday at the right, Let's say, you know what? Let's say Monday. Let's That's say what gonna, I was We're going to release it Monday, Monday, which is August 1st. No, it's not. It's I'm a, Next a big Monday. fat liar. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, August 5th. August 5th, we will launch the auction, 9 a.m. That'll give okay. people two Eastern. days before the actual event starts. All right, Skippy will be happy with that. Okay, cool. All right, so I want to remind folks who are attending, credential distribution, Wednesday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., Saturday, 10 a.m. to noon. Please come and get your credentials during those times. We cannot give out any party credentials the night of the party. So please make sure you are at your credentials and you're ready to go. Um, during those times, and that you is you get the credentials. That, you get the credentials at the contemporary. Correct, and that's a hard and fast rule because then if we do that, then someone has to sit outside and wait for you, right. and then they miss the. Yeah, party. we can't do that again. Yeah. Last year we did it, and it was not fair to the person who had to wait and do that at the contemporary. Again, all of this is on the disboards. There's a thread on the uh, the podcast subforum. That mentions all of these details, but I just want to run through and make sure you know. Again, Pete mentioned at the Contemporary um, Ballroom of the Americas A, I believe, but don't worry, you'll see us there. Uh, if you're coming to the party, you want to arrive um, sometime between 10.30 and 10.45 p.m. The party starts at 11 p.m. They don't want folks there too early because there's basically nothing for you to do, but we want to make sure you're in place about 10.45 p.m., because we're not 100% sure what's going to happen. They may start to walk people back to a staging area so that we're ready to enter into Pandora at 11 p.m., but they're not 100% sure. So please be at the turnstiles of Animal Kingdom no later than 10.45 p.m. Cast members will be there checking credentials. None of the team will be there checking credentials, so if you forget your credentials... There's nothing we can do about it. Right. We can't vouch for you and say, yes, they've signed up. You're going to have to show them to a cast member. If you are coming to the park that day, you will be made to leave with the day guests. You will have to leave the park and hang out and wait for the party to start. One of the things they're saying is if you park in the parking lot, make sure you move your car closer because there will not be any trams running. So if you want to parking all at the end of the parking lot, go out, move your car closer so that you're a little more convenient for leaving that evening. If you are taking our transportation after the party, if you signed up for that, buses will be staged in the charter bus area at Animal Kingdom, which is just outside of the handicapped parking area. And again, this information will be given on the DIS boards. And I also want to mention that the live podcast, we've set a time for that on um, Sunday, the 11th. Sunday, August the 11th is our live podcast. It's going to start at 1130 a.m. If you are coming, please come uh, about 1045 a.m. Doors will open at 11 a.m. to let everybody in and be seated. They're asking you do not show up too early for that because you're going to be waiting out in the hallway. And there's really no place for you to go other than to sit in the hallway and wait. So 10.45 a.m., show up. Doors open 11 a.m. We're going to start the show at 11.30. Well, we have 900 people signed up for that show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I sent you guys the schematics. Pretty impressive. It is, yeah. It's kind of outrageous. And Kevin mentioned on one show, you aren't here for it. Kevin, tell the story about where we're going to have our show. I have been corrected several times. I apologize for giving misinformation. information. 
This is not where Richard Nixon resigned. He resigned in the Oval Office, but this is where he gave the speech, which included the line, I am not a crook. It's also People where need the, to know their president's not a yes. crook, and I'm not a crook, yeah. And it is also where the Beatles recorded Sergeant Pepper. Okay. Is it really? No, I, just I, I made say, that up. I just, oh. wanted to, I just wanted to upset the people who are fact finders. However, Lord. It, it's not the room, but it is where John Lennon signed the paperwork. That no, was over at the Contemporary. That, no, that was at the, or the Polynesian. 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 The Polynesian. All right, we're going to stop giving so information. So let's stop, yeah. Because it's all you're ahead. I was say. But that is, yeah, that is the, the space where the a press conference took place mm-hmm. but right before he resigned. And <gasps> it is the convention space that's in the tower. The rest of the convention center is uh, off to the side. Right. We are actually in the original conference space for the contemporary, which I kind of think is kind of cool because of the historical part of it. It's yeah. on the same floor where you check in for um, California, California Grill. Grill. Floor two. Floor two. So can't miss it. You'll see us. There'll be stuff there to point you in the right direction. You'll see us. No, they won't see you. You'll be in a corner somewhere hiding. Excellent. <laughs> Because we'll have been fighting all week. I love it when Teresa's on the show. Have <laughs> we mentioned that before? So that's my information about the event. Am I on um, camera? No. <laughs> keep an eye on that thread on the boards. We're going to make sure we post stuff there. But this is your latest update. All right. Cool beans. Uh, I just want to say um, to the Patreon supporters about our the event. We're trying to get the details locked in. So please pay attention to the site and your email over the next like day or two um, and there'll be more information of that coming through as soon as I have it for that event okay and I just got a quick email I don't have all the details in front of me but last week we talked about the uh, princess event happening at Give Kids the World Village this coming Saturday uh, there are still a few spots left a lot of them have sold which I'm really happy to hear but there are still spots left if you're going to be in town want to meet Paige O'Hara. Paige O'Hara and Susan Egan, I think, are the two. Um, Kevin and I are going to be there. Okay. We have tickets. You do the VIPs for the meet and greet? Of course uh, I did. Oh, of course we did. Okay. Of course I did. We want Paige O'Hara to come perform with us. Not us. This is how we met do you events. Perform? We want her to come to one of our podcast events. Yeah. So okay. I'm getting up close to her. She might have a restraining order, but I'm getting up close to her. So I imagine there is still uh, a link in last week's show notes, Craig? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, so if you're interested in signing up, prices are really good for this. Um, obviously, it's being hosted by Give Kids the World, so all the money goes right to them. Great way to support this organization. So check out last week's show notes. Just If you need it, there it'll be. And I'm sure Craig will throw it in this week's as well. So, all right. Anything else for housekeeping? I have housekeeping. Yesterday was the anniversary of Julie's birthday. Oh, Teresa, oh, you're that's so right. sweet. Happy birthday, Julie. Happy Happy birthday. Looks older. It's the anniversary of her birth. Uh, yeah. It is. I was born at 6 birthday. Good job, Mom. It's the anniversary <laughs> of her birth. And today's National Friendship Day. Be my friend, John. Known the woman almost, I've known the woman almost 20 years. She hasn't aged a day. I know. My what? hair would tell you otherwise, but I covered those up recently. Well... One day you'll set it free like story, I did. I'm not story may be on no. story may be in the hair. I don't know about that, but it sure as hell isn't on the face. So Thank um, you. Yeah. It pisses me off. I know, right? Twenty years. Twenty years is no well, miles. Teresa, you're like sixty years that. older than she is. Shut up. John. Really? Teresa's old enough to be Julie's great great grandmother. No. <laughs> yeah. I should have such a granddaughter. Right? I wish we were related. Oh, right? <laughs> Maybe that, we are. That would mean my children would be having children, and they're not doing that. So okay, go ahead. All right, all right. Anything else in housekeeping? 
All right, then over to John with the news. All right, big news week. Yeah. Very excited. <laughs> Guess that Hollywood Tower of Terror reportedly punches cast member over Fast Pass Plus dispute. Boy, that's a hard one. According to the Orlando Sentinel, an incident took place at the Hollywood Tower of Terror attraction at Disney's Hollywood Studios on July 13th, 2019, which resulted in a guest being banned from the resort. Apparently, a woman in the attraction's pre-ride area was informed that even though she thought she had secured a valid Fast Pass Plus selection, she in fact did not have one. My God, my lower third's huge. Um, according to the reports, the woman be okay. All right. <laughs> Damn, I want to say that's a that's a that, that's gonna trend. That's gonna be a hashtag. Did you see how big it was? Okay, stop. 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 <laughs> according, according to reports, the woman became verbally aggressive upon receiving the news and began pushing random buttons on a podium where a cast member was standing. That's what I do, and I get aggressive in there. The woman punched the cast member in the face when she attempted to stop her from pushing buttons. Security was called, and although the woman left the attraction with her party, she was located and given a lifetime ban from Walt Disney World Resort. The cast member suffered minor swelling around the eyes, but declined to press charges because this wasn't her worst day ever as a cast member. Okay, oh. all right. So no, no, only kidding. No, that's why it was mine. Like, really? <laughs> I, I, when I read this story, I several things came up in my head, but it shouldn't matter whether or not the cast member wanted to press charges. Disney should have pressed charges. Mm-hmm. Banning this woman from the park? Really? They assaulted one of your cast members. Physically punched a cast member in the face. And your your response to that is, oh, you can't come back here. The woman should have a rap sheet for that. This woman should have been arrested. She should have been dragged out of that park in handcuffs in front of everybody. I don't care whether this poor cast member wanted to press charges or not. But you know what? It tells me how... how downtrodden some of these frontline cast members are that literally a guest will punch them in the face and they won't press charges because at this point I think they feel like a whatever and you know what crowds and price and all the pressure that's put on these vacations I'm not giving this woman an out at all believe me but more of this is going to happen and this cannot be the damn response this cannot be the response they should have pressed charges against that woman. Disney was, it's private property. Disney was within their legal right to do that. But their response was this. I think they just sent a message to their cast members. We don't care what people do to you. We'll just ban them from the park. That is absolutely unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. I agree. The podium that the cast member is standing in front of. That is what controls basically the ride, correct? Correct. So this woman not only assaulted the cast member, she also was trying to put others that were on this attraction in danger. Well, I think the actual attraction is controlled yeah, from it, the elevator or bank but, itself. This was out at this was before they go into the, the room. But I still believe that oh, that's okay. a triggering mechanism for starting the ride and maybe if someone is, is not loaded properly. Yeah, I, that I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It don't matter. It don't matter because yes. She was pushing buttons, she shouldn't have been pushing. Exactly. 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 That's what I, well, I was concerned about. We also about have to come to the conclusion too that it's no it's not okay to punch people. Let's no. just start there. Whether you're a family traveling in Disneyland 
and punching your own family or you're punching a cast member. It's just not right. Mm-mm. Don't do it. Stop. <coughs> nope. It's crazy. It's up. Well, I, like I said, for me, the fact that Disney thinks banning this woman from the park is somehow punishment is ridiculous. Is absolutely ridiculous. So, shame on them. Shame. This is one of the worst stories I've heard in a long time coming out of the parks. And I think it just shows, I think it shows disrespect and disdain on behalf of Disney toward their frontline cast member. I mean, we've always known that, the way they're paid. Uh, we've always known that. But this just, this just really puts it puts it in, a, in, in pers- a perspective that I think is really unfortunate and Disney should be ashamed of themselves this woman should have been dragged out of that park in handcuffs I'm not a lawyer I don't pretend to know what I'm talking about well sometimes I do I think it would I don't know that Disney had the right to press charges I think that would have been up to the um, person who was assaulted you can if you're on private property and you do an act that's uh, harming your business, they can certainly file charges against you. I mean, Disney has I don't pressed that, charges against people yeah, before. But I don't know that they can press assault, <laughs> assault charges. charges. Right. The person well, who is assaulted has to press Obviously, charges. this woman, the cast member, has parents. If I were her parent, I'd be like, oh, no, you are pressing charges. You were not injured. Only, on, not only were you injured on the job, you were punched in the face. Yeah. I mean, not only parents. I mean, she might have a husband. Who, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, well, I don't know how. Sometimes cast members seem a lot, seem a lot younger to me, you know, oh, like college Nobody's programming. <laughs> That is yeah, true, though. This is a horrible, horrible story. And people no, that, gotta, that, that witch should have done a perp walk down uh, Hollywood Boulevard. That's I, what I, I think. I don't disagree with you. That's what I think. So, all right. All right, our next fun news story. Let me yell about something else. All right. <laughs> Disney, World, Disney World guests' angry rant about childless millennials goes viral. And I I'm do not, not appreciate my photo <laughs> being this. You childless millennial. That's funny. I have two corgis. Is that is that rec- represent? I love the fact that he thinks he's a millennial. <laughs> I am a millennial. He is a millennial. It's, I was born in 1985. Does that uh, oh, Lord, represent the millennial or the angry woman? That's, That's what I want to know. It's picture. my interpretive dance of the entire situation. All right. An anonymous mom's rant about childless couples at Disney World is currently going viral on social media. The woman's diatribe, which was reportedly posted back in September, is now reaching an all-new audience thanks to Twitter user Bad Decision Fairy. Again, could be Rhino. Could be Rhino. Who shared could be a couple of us in this room. Who shared a screenshot of the mom's angry tirade last week. The anonymous mom began her sometimes vulgar post by lashing out at childless couples and immature millennials, claiming the experience is somehow wasted on them. Quote, Disney World is a family amusement park. Anytime she uses caps, I'm going to yell. Okay. She wrote, yet these immature millennials throw away their money on useless crap. They have no idea the joy and happiness it is to mothers who buys their babies treats and toys. Mm. The mother then provides... Uh, you can tell this this one's a member of Mensa. The mother then provides what may be the specific instance that sparked her rage. And, and it seemingly stems from a line at a pretzel stand. This C word oh. in yeah. some <laughs> oh. oh yeah. In some very slutty shorts was buying a Mickey pretzel 
and Aiden, I assume her son, wanted one, but the line was very long, so I said later, and it broke his poor little heart, and he cried, she wrote. I wanted to take that effing pretzel from that tramp, like thanks, B, you made my son cry. It pisses me Tiny Tim? <laughs> Still going on. It pisses me off to no end when I see childless couples without at Disney World. She wrote, people without children need to be banned. <gasps> Mothers with children should be allowed to skip all the line. <laughs> I have read it word for word. That's <laughs> <laughs> just one giant line. It's just one giant rant. So, yeah, she crazy. But then this was followed up by an article in the New York Post. Not that this is a bastion of journalistic integrity by <laughs> any means. But this moron... With the post, I forgot his name. Oh, um, don't give him the don't give him no. the publicity. But he's like, oh, she has a point. And here's the thing: there are people out there who feel this way. There are people out there who feel that people without children are somehow less than. So I'm just going to address the millennial piece first. If any of you watching me agree with this woman. You're a hypocrite. You know why? Because you love our channel, you love our content, and you love our shows, and the vast majority of it is produced by childless millennials. Did That's you say childish or childless? childless. Oh. I mean both. Well, yeah, but you take a look at the vast majority of the folks producing our video content are millennials. Good and quarters. so far, unless you're, unless I'm missing something, none of you have children. <laughs> I'm not taking anything away from the work and the passion that parents have for their children. But I am sick and tired of being looked at as less than because I don't. I don't have children. I'm not going to have children. It could be argued that I, you know, here's a 54-year-old man that hangs out in theme parks. That's my passion. I don't need to have children to do that. I don't need to have children to follow that. No one needs to have children to follow a passion for Disney. So this attitude, like I said, you know, when, when, it, when it's written by some woman with a third grade education and the inability to type in full sentences I can blow that off when outlets like the New York Post start echoing this sh stuff 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 <laughs> and then I read on social media some of the people that are saying oh, she has a point no she doesn't no she doesn't and I'm sorry if your little snowflake was upset because somebody else got a pretzel and he didn't Maybe it's time to learn about disappointment. He's certainly going to learn about disappointment when he's old enough to be sentient and he realizes what an idiot his mother is. 
Well, we learned last year that the actual number one demographic at Disneyland is childless millennials right now. That it overturned all the other uh, the other demographics um, within the last like year and a half. They told us last year, and they were saying that was a big shift in toward where they're targeting now in the future for advertisements or experiences in the parks. Well, you know, at some point, these millennials or anyone was a child themselves going to Disney. Are we just supposed to stop going? Well, that's why they're the biggest demographic going because right. it's sort of that. It's carried over, yeah. And And what happens to this as people that have children that are our children are no longer children, but we still want to keep going? No, you're not allowed. I'm not allowed to go and get my pretzel. What the heck? Well, I thought Teresa was a millennial. If you wear slutty shorts. I thought Teresa's a millennial because she's a thousand years old, but apparently that's not how it works. That's a different thing. That's a different thing. But here's the deal with these these names, right? We're Generation X, and before us is the greatest generation, and there's the baby boomers. These are all labels they put on people. Each person's individual. So while you know we have this idea of what a millennial is and how we talk about them in these generalities, everybody's different. But every generation before it was talked about that way too, because the baby members hated. You know, I mean, every generation that comes after, they hate on everyone. Yeah. Um, my, to your point, Pete, I believe having a child is a choice. And you know what? There are some couples out there who cannot have have children, children. who want to have children. As a person, as a couple who struggled with infertility for a while in order to have Ferris, he was not conceived by natural means. Okay? Most people do know that. And we fought really hard to have our child. But for those people that can't, maybe they find joy in going to Disney and being able to watch other children have that Disney joy and having that joy for their self. I just, I don't like this woman at all. Imagine if someone posted a, a, a... rant about banning children mm. i mean i'm pretty sure we could get some folks to jump on the bandwagon if we ban kids on plane plane yeah but yeah. ridiculous right right absolutely I mean, ridiculous i think it's this like whole said, thing is kind of ridiculous well i think the woman i think the woman's original post obviously is ridiculous but now it's been given new life and there are some people jumping on the bandwagon and that's why I'm saying to anybody watching this who enjoys our channel, if you're on that bandwagon, you're a hypocrite. Watch something else. Because most of this stuff that you see on our YouTube channel is produced by childless millennials. Because they're the only ones with energy. I don't know. I think when we're going around doing stuff, when we're going around doing stuff, especially when we were in Europe last year, these guys were whining and mo- and I was I was outpacing them the entire trip. So I love to point that out. All right. So yeah, that just that really that that really got my got my go. Especially when I saw, like I said, the New York Post is a rag, and that's giving it too much credit. But this whole attitude that because it's something you're not into. The fact that somebody else is, is stupid. And passing such harsh judgment on someone you don't even know don't because know, of right. how she looked, that just, I'm sorry, I, I'm trying to teach my children way better than that, so it, it infuriates me. I feel sorry for little Aiden. I always right? say, That's what I said, because he's going to grow up and be disappointed with that crazy mother he's got. When and you he s- didn't get his pretzel. When you see somebody yeah. that looks different, you think, interesting look, interesting story. I want to know more. Yeah, That's I always want to know the backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Not and not to judge them. I just always think they must have something interesting to say because they're saying it so loud with the way that they. You know choose what? This is a conversation that's happening on a much bigger platform in this country. Yeah, that we're judging people on how they look. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's a good point. We should also point out, too, that she's mad because she got out of line and didn't want to wait to buy her son a pretzel. Right? You I'm know. sorry. It's that woman's fault. It's the slutty woman's fault. You didn't get. No, it's mama's fault. You didn't wait in line. Right. Or think you know. ahead and go earlier when, before you were hungry. That's a mom, right? Yes. You plan you ahead. Be you be prepared. You be prepared. In the words of Scar. Right? <laughs> I think you're going to want a pretzel in about six hours. Let's get in line. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mother. <laughs> Let's talk to Teresa's kids. <laughs> they never got pretzels. <laughs> All right. Our third and final news story. Disney legend. Disney legend. How'd you say it? Rusi? I thought it was R- Russie or Rusi. I think it's Rusi. Rusi Taylor, voice of Minnie Mouse, dies at 75. Disney legend and voice actor. Rusi Taylor passed away in Glendale, California on July 26, 2019. She was 75. Rusi brought many beloved characters to life during her career that lasted nearly four decades. But she is most well known as the official voice of Minnie Mouse. Quote, she first assumed the role more than 30 years ago and, was, and has given voice to Minnie in hundreds of Disney projects from television to theme park experiences, animated shorts, and the- theatrical films. No, form, no performance was too tough for Rusi's accomplishments. Accomplished take on the divine Miss Minnie Mouse. Bob Iger, chairman and chief executive officer of the Walt Disney Company, said, quote, Minnie, Ma- Minnie Mouse lost her voice with the passing of Rusi Taylor. For more than 30 years, Minnie and Rusi worked together to entertain millions around the world, a partnership that made Minnie a global icon and Rusi a Disney legend, beloved by fans everywhere. Everywhere. So we're grateful for Rusi's talent as well as her tremendous spirit and great joy she brought to everyone, great brought joy to everything she did. It was a privilege to have known her and an honor to have worked with her, and we take comfort and knowledge that her work will continue to entertain and inspire for generations to come. Um, she was young. 75 is not that. Well, as we get closer to it, it gets younger. Right, it's really. really young for me. <laughs> well, I feel like it's but young. But I said the same thing when I saw 75, that's young. Yeah. We, uh, not to. to take light off this at all but we had our uh, backstage magic and we had Margaret Carey join us again who's the body inspiration for Tinkerbell and she just turned 90 yeah in May we actually and had a birthday party for her and <coughs> that is that woman's a spitfire man she's, she's as sharp as could be and still still lives her life at 90 which is great right. so 75 does not seem that old when you're no working with 90 year olds hmm. that's how I me? feel you talking about me <laughs> All right. All right. That'll do it for the news. Thank you, John. We're going to move on to rapid fire. I already went. And you've already given yours. So, Kevin, the express train to you. Oh, my gosh. Express train. We have six spaces left for the July 5th through July 10th backstage magic. Six. That's for Teresa. Um, (laughs) So, your your third's no... Stop, stop talking about my little They're all the yours. same size, honey. <laughs> They're all the same size. Maybe it's proportional. Maybe it's a relative. And yours was black. And against your black oh my shirt, God, there's I so think many jokes. it made it look bigger. Oh, maybe. Anything to make your lower third look bigger is okay. All right. Um, Damn. Maybe he's colder. It's right? getting ugly up in here. Go ahead. That's okay. My lower third was lime green. Um... Kevin at Dreams Unlimited Travel. There are six spaces left. Left after we sell those six spaces, there are no spaces left on our on next year on any of any our any of our next year trips. We have three exclusive departures. There, 
all close full, full, basically, except for six spaces in July. <laughs> now, you educators who complain when I do this in December and October, step up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. Kevin at DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. All right. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> Teresa. I want to talk about the auction and a few of the items that are standing out in my mind that are going to be on the auction. Is that okay if I well, mention You should have brought them. That would have been great. Like, uh, well, let me shop draw pictures of them. Um, <laughs> well, no, because it's like bulk things. We have got so many handbags. Doonies, um, Vera Bradley's. Um, what's those, that are gonna sell, like? those are going to sell well. And you know what? They, anyone can buy them. Your mother... Your wife, your daughter, <laughs> any of these people would, would need a bag, right? I'm just telling men, don't don't discount that they're bags. Oh, I see. See, I'm, I'm trying you to work. You can buy them for someone else. You can else. buy them yes, for someone gifts. else. I have been, they've been sitting in my office. They're so pretty. There's a few I got my eye on. Oh, there's some cute ones. <laughs> like, hint, hint, you can buy it for me. Right? <laughs> no. No, she always does that. Calvin, because no, she I'm knows. To someone she else. Because I, I know how hard she works on these. Travel agent So I gets. always buy some stuff for her in the auction. I got my eye on So that's eye what that was. You. That's all that was When for. did she turn into Mae West? <laughs> Little duty, I got my eye on you. Uncle Pete's going to help. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's just, we've got a heavy on the bags on this one and I think it's awesome so I just wanted to point that out the Doonies alone no, no again that was that, that was all passive aggressive that was aimed entirely at me there's a lot of great stuff I saw a lot there of is. items there is a lot of system. last auction we had a lot of retro older items this time not so much in that area but like I said bags backpacks and I'm also going to have I don't know if I've told you this John at the auction the live auction we're going to have a table of buy as is bags like backpacks and little drawstring bags i've got a crap load of those that i'm just going to put them on a table and just you know tell them about your mystery (gasps) items oh yeah i've got (laughs) oh jesse little (laughs) little bags it's going to be Teresa's mystery bag five or ten dollars and you don't know what you get and and you just take the little bag and off you go Huh? Use yeah. litter. It's her dryer Cat lint. For <laughs> Use litter, I think. Most is everything matter. is Disney-related. There are a few universal items in there. But, um, yeah. And I think I'm going to throw some $20 bags in there, too. Oh, wow. So, you don't know what you're getting. I thought you were going to say $20 bills. I was like, count me in! Also, <laughs> bring, if you're coming to the auction, bring your loose change, because I'm going to have a big jug like I did last time. Jug like I did last time. <laughs> that um, I'm going to take oh. your... Take your change. I want your money. So put it in there. All right. Okay, I'm done. Forgive All Kids right. of the World, folks. We're going to do as best we can. We're going to raise that money. We're going to squeeze you. We are. Yeah. Be prepared. All right. Thank you, Teresa. Julie. Okay. A new Disney PhotoPass studio has opened in the Magic Kingdom. It's located near Sir Mickey's, which is in Fantasyland, if you're not aware of that. It's near the exit location for Princess Fairy. Oh, it's inside of Sir Mickey's, next to the exit of Princess Fairytale Hall. So um, the backdrop is like a woodland scene, and it actually looks pretty cute. And they also have a glass slipper and pillow that you can use as a prop. Oh, wow. I think cute. that's like cute for maybe for engagements. Yeah, you know, so the slipper, cute. use the pillow, put your right? ring on it. Oh, that's a cute idea. Yeah, good so, idea. That's it. I mean, it was very rapid. <laughs> All right, thank you, Julie. Lady Clavin. Okay, so mine is about the um, some new attraction overlays that are coming to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party this year. Um, 
Ticketed guests can go on a drive at the Tomorrowland Speedway through a festive freeway of lights and decorations at nearby Space Mountain. The attractions will be filled with new lighting and holiday songs. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor also has a brand new holiday show in Fantasyland at Mad Tea, Pe- Mad Tea Party. will become a Christmas tea party with four holiday combinations of light and music. And the attraction overlays join the new Minnie's Wonderful Christmas Time Fireworks show to make for... Uh, Christmas party that is merrier than ever. The party starts November 8th and is held on select nights through December 22nd, and tickets are already on sale for that if you want to go. All right. I think this is great. Yeah. Because you guys always complain that they don't decorate the back of the park. Yes. So now they're doing overlays in the back of the park. I think this is terrific. And the graphics look really cool. Yeah, no. And I'm, I mean, just. Extending the holidays, I know in the way you said, extending the holidays is further, but it's just, it's it's better than just decorations. Like, actually being in it, feeling like it's a an extra attraction on there, I think that really, really, it, it takes the holidays up to a, the next level. Like, if if you've been before and you're ready for that, that next element, it's perfect for this. And hopefully it'll change the party enough that people are excited to go again. Yeah. Because I think there was a time when people were like, oh, it's the same party. Yeah, well... They want to get people excited about going and stop overselling them. Yeah. You know, that's one way. Stop crowding 40,000 people into a damn party designed for 20. So, I mean, with this and the new God, fireworks. The older, I, the older I get, the more I sound like get off my lawn. <laughs> you are. Corey, too. <laughs> get off my lawn. I love that. What were you saying, Craig? Sorry. Oh, I was just saying, I think this is a perfect year between the... The new Christmas editions and the fireworks, I, I don't think they're going to ever mess with the parade too much. Uh, if anything, they're going to do something like they did for the Halloween one, where they just add in a couple random floats that mean absolutely nothing to the holidays, or in that case, Halloween. But, you know, it's it could be the most we see a party change for the foreseeable future. So it's an exciting year to go, in my opinion. I'm, I'm actually pumped for it. Exciting time to be alive. Okay. Is a Disney person? Yes. It is. is that yours or yours? It, what? That's Rhino's. That was your rapid fire. All right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and now mine is about the new VI pass holder perks coming to Epcot this summer. Ooh. Uh, basically, these are perks for annual pass holders beginning July 29th, including reserve seating for an out-of-this-world concert series. Pass holders can enjoy reserve seating on a first-come, first-served basis for concerts taking place July 29th through August 18th at American Gardens Theater. Uh, there's going to be a 10% off discount at Fife and Drum, as well as Block and Hans. Really? And, yeah, that also includes alcohol wow. on that. And that's something you don't see very often. Uh, How have- bad has summer gotten for them that they are doing this for pass Pretty bad. This is this gives you an idea of just how bad the sales have been for them this summer. I don't understand reserve seating first come first serve. Uh, first well, it's come. areas reserved for pass, yeah. holders, pass but holders, but right. <laughs> but it's not like you have a seat assigned to you. There's an area for pass holders and the first one. Yeah, there. So so ten thousand pass holders might get there before you. Exactly. It kind of didn't. That didn't match up in my head. Yeah. There's a uh, secret treat at Sunshine Seasons that's not secret because secret. they've announced it. <laughs> so, it's like animal fries. Yeah, it's, I, I will never understand stuff like that, but anyways, then there's, uh, Kevin, you'll be wild about this, a complimentary sweet treat at Coral Reef. That'll be enough to get you to go back. That's just cleaning Maybe. out the tank, is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, here's another <laughs> floater. Make something out of your own tartar sauce. Put that on a cupcake. Cupcakes, they made 10. And then a Disney photo pass opportunity back in Italy. And that's it. I have a question for you guys. Has anyone received an invite for Galaxy's Edge pass holder preview? Um, I signed up. I didn't yeah. get the invite, but I, yeah. did, I signed up because they, they got it, so they sent me the link. And- no, so I I didn't actually get it. It was my friend in Massachusetts. Her friend was getting it, and she was like, oh, my friend's in the queue for it. And I was like, I need you to send me a screenshot right now of that because I don't, I think she might be confused or I'm not sure because I've been checking. She might be confused. And she sent it to me, and I was like, oh, crap, this is real. And so I said, can your friend share me this link? And I asked on Twitter, I was like, did anyone get this email? And then somebody shared the link. And so there's a really tricky way that you have to be enrolled in this stuff and Why the wording. You get it? The, the well, the so what you have to do is you have to go into my Disney experience online and you have to go into where your profile setting ends and you have to go into communication preferences and then in there you have to go to two other websites and then in there you choose from a list of like 17 different things that you can check off where you get Give information. Give them your firstborn if you had a firstborn. Well, it's basically like if you're not receiving our thing that that celebrates in. all promotions, right. then you've screwed yourself out of yeah. it without knowing you did, and then you have to go in and find Dang. it to reset wow, it. So this is a care. weird this it's is a so weird connection to that. But also if you don't get stuff from Disney on a regular basis, it's because you've opted out of something. So people say yeah. all the time, Well, I don't get these promotions or I don't get emails about this. Somewhere along it could be like ESPN. You've, you've opted you've out. opted out. Yeah. And, and it doesn't even mean that you've opted out. It just means that you haven't checked the box yeah. where you opt in. So, right. bottom line, are you all going? Uh, I, yeah, I got mine. Yeah, I got I got lucky and I got in when when my Jack friend a. sent me signed that me thing. In. So, yeah. Um, so I'm going. I don't know who she's talking about. Ja- I think Jackie. Jackie. Oh, yeah. I thought she said Jacques. She said me Jack too. A. And I, Jack A. Yeah. Who's Jack yeah. A? Wow. I didn't realize you were friends with Jack A. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Jack from a, sister, from, sister. Oh, I know, sister, sister. All yeah. the classic. Two, two, seven. Yeah, <laughs> lots of good stuff. I love that show. Okay, <laughs> you're in charge. I, I you know. <laughs> pull it in, Pete. Pull it in. Stop me. Stop me now. Okay, I'm done. Just cut your. She mic. reined herself in. <laughs> All right. So enough. Enough. Okay. Let's move on. And John and Kevin. Last week, got a chance to uh, on on their backstage ma- their ABD backstage magic. Got a chance to go to Disneyland. Got a chance to see Galaxy's Edge. We all know how excited Kevin. Oh my God! Has I, have to, been. I have to correct something. I don't dislike Star Wars. I'm disinterested. He's just tired of getting hate mail. Is what is. I, I don't hate it. I don't. I don't hate it. I don't care. I just don't. It, it, so I went into Galaxy's Edge. I wanted John very badly to see this because he's a fan. So let's right. let's set the stage a little bit. We're on our backstage magic. Um, as part of backstage magic, they do backstage experiences, but they couldn't do anything at Galaxy's Edge. They couldn't guarantee that we would get in. They couldn't get us on the ride. Nothing could happen at Galaxy's Edge. However, we had been reading about the fact that crowds were light, and our guides had said, listen, the first night we get to Disneyland, you should go in and see it at night, and then the next morning, we'll go on the app, and whoever wants to do something can reserve your spot, either at the cantina or lightsabers or whatever it is. So the first night we go in, and remarkably, not huge crowds. I would say it was busy, but it it didn't feel Uh, overwhelming. Overwhelming. Um, I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was very well-themed. I thought it was very cool. I was excited to be there. Um, And I got a chance to do Smuggler's Run, uh, 
I did the single riders line. And in Kevin says I was in and out in 15 minutes. Wow. From the time I walked in the door. And this is now I, open to the general public. There's no more reservations correct. to show up. There's no more. They reserve the right to still do this, um, what is it called, boarding group mm-hmm. uh, process. But there's been no boarding groups. It's just open to everybody. And Galaxy's Edge had a 65-minute wait. And again, I did a single rider line in 15 minutes. So... Uh, how was the rest of the park, though? Was the rest of the park very busy? I thought the Brissa Park was really crowded. I mean, everyone is talking about how light the crowd the crowds have been. I thought it was packed. I would not say there was any difference. I would say yeah. it was kind of A spread out throughout day the summer day at Disneyland. I thought it was very busy. But again, we don't go that often, so you know it's hard for us to judge it. So we are. Kevin is waiting for me because he did not want to ride Smuggler's Run. I have to even take a step back. I have decided to stop renting a scooter. I need a scooter when I'm doing the park. So I went out and bought my own. So we had been to the Disney Studios that day. We had been to Disney Imagineering. And we got to Disneyland. And we did not take a direct route into Galaxy's Edge. So while John was in there, I realized that my scooter was running out of power. And I was concerned because you're really way back in the park. You're at the back part of the park. So I said to a gentleman who was working there, I said, listen, my scooter's running out of power, and I have to make the most direct path to the front of the park to get back to the hotel. And he said to me, are you looking to go back to your planet? And I thought, I'm going to hurt you. I'm not only going to push the buttons on the podium, I'm getting off my scooter, and they're going to throw me out of the park. So I said, yes, I'm looking to return to my planet. Oh, Lord. It's at the end of a very long day, and I'm not the the happiest guy on Earth. And I said, "Um, yes. He said, well, on your planet, you would refer to the place you have to go to as Splash Mountain. I thought, if you keep talking to me like this, I might lose my cool. (laughs) So then I said to him, while I'm waiting, do you know where the restroom is? In my opinion, the restroom is not very well marked. And for the amount of time I spent in there, I found one. So I said, could you tell me where the restroom is? He said, are you looking for the waste Oh no! Refuse waste, oh. the waste refuse transfer area. So he's out to oh, he's messing room. with you. I, I, I really, I think he was playing. No, this is they are in ca- right. However, but he could have been good tell. In Oga's right, Cantina then tomorrow, we'll talk about the next in Oga's Cantina. The waitress yeah. said to me, "Hi, hon, what are you going to have?" And I thought, "How are you going to pay? And how are you going to pay?" Are you going to use a credit card or are you going to use cash? And I thought, well, apparently this ridiculousness doesn't transfer to the serving staff. (laughs) It just, and to make this long story short, I literally got off the elevator at Grand Californian, which was where everybody was staying, and my scooter died. However, now I'm 20 feet from my room, and we could push the scooter back. It literally died. But I thought, you know, someone has just asked you something, and I wasn't joking. And I, 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 but to, are you looking around, to return right? to your planet? <sighs> yes. So I want to say something about the ride. I know there's some people who are saying it's great and some people are saying it's not so great. In the single riders line, about four people ahead of me is a little boy, nine or ten years old. And this little boy is so excited and talking to everybody around him of what they have to do and how they have to ride the ride and how cool it is. And where they should sit and what they should do. 
And I thought, this is what it's about, mm-hmm. right? It's not about us who go in and go, oh, it's not the perfect ride or it's silly or something. It's about the 10-year-old kid who thinks it's fantastic. So that and, made And Rhino. Lie. And Rhino. I think it's for everybody that gets that excited well, about Rhino's it. got that 10-year-old girl. But- yeah. <laughs> I will tell you that I thought it was extremely detailed. I got, The first night we went there, I was really tired and really concerned. But it's extraordinarily detailed. It is immersive. John told me if I downloaded an app, I could translate the signs. And I thought, I don't care what the signs say. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> um, I was really excited about this. John puts up with all of my stuff. He'll go to any place I want to go. And he's always good about it. I wanted him to see this so bad. So I I went. I went a couple of times. So day two is our day in Disneyland. We have breakfast early before the park opens. You go to the castle. It's a really cool experience. But because we were there early, we could, in the park, we use the app. And we got reservations at Ogus Cantina for in the afternoon. <clears throat> so we went there for a drink. Disney has perfected the art of stealing your money with Oga's Cantina. First of all, the drinks are so expensive. Like crazy, crazy expensive. John, we first of all, you have to buy something. We went in and sat down, and you have to buy something. So John ordered an $18 drink that was three ounces no. in a plastic Dixie cup. Non-alcoholic. It wasn't even a souvenir it wasn't cup? alcoholic? No. I bought the souvenir cup. I don't remember what the name of the drink was. Yep, it, no. I am told it has the Battle of Endor on the outside of the cup. You know uh, this was for me, right? Not Endora. From <laughs> which I would have been far more interested if it was Agnes Moorhead. So we're My in. souvenir cup, my take-home cup, <coughs> was $42. $42. No. $42. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Hold the phone on that, yeah. though. That's actually not that expensive in terms of Disney's souvenir mugs. So the Trader Sam's mugs, like the cheapest one, I want to say is like almost $40. That's the cheapest one. Like if that, you're talking ceramic mugs. So. Well, I wanted out of Ogre's Cantina because the music was definitely loud. And annoying. It's like the worst Main Street Electrical Parade Baroque hoedown music you've ever heard. And there were 35 of us in the park because we were all with the ABD. And we saw some folks on the other side of the bar. And I went over to tell them that we had seats at our table. And I was told that you are not allowed to move around the bar, that you are to stay in your allotted location. What? I'm not joking. Not joking. You can't go to the other side of the bar and talk to somebody, so don't think you're going to pick anybody up unless they're right <laughs> next to you. <laughs> <laughs> pick up okay. So finally, I said to John, you stay here. I'm going to go to the restroom. And Joni Mitchell's older sister had to see my license and give me a hall pass to go to the waste refuse station. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> and then she told me, if you lose this... You can't get back in. And I thought, are you not going to remember this conversation three minutes from now? The guy on the scooter. <laughs> the guy on the scooter who's looking at you with total disdain? It, it's like that right now because it's the most popular thing that's there. And it's impossible. Like, I, I looked for next week on the app to see, just by chance, because I was just curious with people coming in for D23, what it was going to be. And I can't make a reservation till like 9.30 at night, one of the days. And so, Do you know, I, they've, do you know there's actually rules, right? There well, the, we, we were there opening day, and they were very out in the line, like, 
this is what you, the rule was, and we were not allowed to move around in the bar. You, once you have your space, that's your space. So it's because they can't, if you're moving around, they can't keep track of who's in there and then if you've left your space or not, so they need to know. And then at that time, I, I don't know if they're still enforcing it, you can only get two drinks and then that's it. So what did drink, you do with your souvenir cup? Can two, I have it for the auction? Two drink maximum and there's a 45-minute limit. And you have to pay for your drinks when you order. Like immediately, she's like, "Okay, now you have to pay." Wait, two drink maximum. Two drink maximum. They yeah. don't want you staying and hanging out. So they other want people you, can experience. Too. Right. They want you in and out of that. Two thing. drinks, forty-five minutes. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and when you order your drink, you have to come up with a credit card. Yeah. And we ordered space snacks, which yeah. was nine dollars of what John described. If as I had to drink two drinks in forty-five minutes, I would be blitzed. You wouldn't, Julie. <laughs> Julie you wouldn't. This big, this much, and it's all ice. Okay. It's really not a lot of alcohol. It's, you're 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 not going to get full on the space snacks either. Do you know what Oriental mix is? You yeah. know when you go, it's that with the little wasabi peas in mm-hmm. it. That's what space snacks are, and that's the only food. <laughs> so wasabi they, peas in space. That's excellent. <coughs> I know. Is that great? <laughs> it, it was really from funny. Earth. Somebody mentioned I took a picture of the drink, and I put the waitress's pen next to it just for a size thing. And someone pointed out that it's really exciting that they're still using big stick pens in space. <laughs> um, <laughs> From a theming standpoint, it's incredible. It's a great space to go to. It's very cool. In my opinion, it's the most sort of classic Star Wars feeling of the entire land. But the whole land, I think, is incredibly themed. And it's cool to see the big X-Wing and TIE well, we fighters and everything around. We could have gotten a reservation to make a robot. That's Lightsaber or, um, or a droid. A droid, that's what it is. And the con- the conversation is that because Disneyland's biggest attendance is annual pass holders and that they have been um, given blackout dates now right. because of this, that that's why this is not as crowded as they expected it to be. There's a lot of excuse making. There's a lot of explanation why there aren't billions of people. Well, waiting. we're going to see how it does when it opens out here. Right. I just want you to know that this is not only from nobody in Galaxy's Edge talked like this, because, gosh forbid, that's not how they talk in space. Um, but everybody else was talking about, that's why you can get in. That's why there's no problem getting in. That's why you can see it. So I don't know. Well, at least you got a chance to experience I'm, it and you'll be able to compare to it to what we yeah. have out here in a few weeks. Your husband and your kids will love this. The shopping's not that great. Wear sunscreen. I'm sure Corey will Because you're going to sit My outside kids a lot. Have, uh, they, I don't know. They haven't ever seen Star Wars. Corey's tried. They're just not interested. They don't get it. Yeah. Maybe the fact that I don't care. Also, she like feeds off me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's also nothing about it that um, refers back to the Star Wars that I saw a whole many, 30 years ago. There's none of that. I mean, Luke Skywalker's not there. Harrison Ford's not there. I mean, that character, whatever his name is, Han Solo. So there's none of that. So what they've done is they've created... It would be like if they took Splash Mountain and created the Briar Patch's next-door neighbor. It seems to me that, that what they're doing is it's like a... It's your your area of the Star Wars universe for you to experience as part of this story. So yeah. that's why it's not supposed well, to be anything from the movie. It's but supposed but to be... It, no, it, it is based... It's, taking place in the new movies time periods it's with these characters you'll never see the darth Vader's original trilogy characters in here so unless everything goes hey scooter will be there yeah. in the movie right. so kylo ren was <laughs> yeah. there and ray and, and all that and yeah. all of those characters Did we are... see him yes 
I saw him. You were probably trying to find the refuse station. <laughs> but I, again, I think it's great. I think it's very immersive. I enjoyed it very much. I can see when it opens here, going there for a little bit of time at a time, not spending the whole day, and investigating and looking around and looking at all the details. I'm excited know. to see it. Yeah, I got to know, is the bathroom themed? Yeah. Well, well, actually, yes. It's different. It the, doesn't look like a regular men's room. I, I thought the men's room was really cool, yeah. actually. Um, the, 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 it's a communal sink, and it's V-shaped. and it's So very, it is different. It is different. Okay. The longest line in Galaxy's Edge was there was a place where you could refill your bottle. That line... Your water bottle. Your water bottle, your reusable bottle. That line was about 40 people long. Wow. Mm. <laughs> was it space water or what's the <laughs> They just water. they need more water bottle refills in the parks. Yeah. Okay. People are health conscious. They are environmentally conscious. Just it's, it's so easy to install. Just put them in. And it's hot. You need so, water. Yeah. Cool. Oh, cool oh. beans. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this week's episode of our show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another episode of the Diz Unplugged. Have a great week, everyone, and remember. We won't be back next week. Oh, we're not. Two weeks. (laughs) Whatever. Bye.